Heroes by David Bowie on Radio 2. I'm Ricky Gervais. With me, Stephen Merchant. Hello there. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year indeed. And, uh, uh, across from us, the little fellow who presses the buttons because, to be honest, we can't be bothered. Yep. Carl Pilkington. How would you describe Carl Pilkington for people who didn't hear the show last week? Um, for who didn't hear the show, Carl is, and he won't want me saying this, um, because he won't fully understand it, one of the most stupid men I've ever met. <laughs> yes. That's um, right. he has a perfectly round head. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. You can, you can see pictures of him. Go to rickygervais.com. We've put up some, um, photographs, just snapshots, and honestly, his head looks like an egg. It's not an issue, though, is it? What? We're on the radio. Doesn't matter. It's just trying to, you know, paint a picture for people, though, Carl. It's important. In fact, I have painted a picture. You can go to the BBC website, and you can. Uh, I think you can win that if someone I think has you can also, but Can you download it as wallpaper for your uh, for your computer? You can. So if you want to see a, a cartoon representation of Carl, then there it is. It's an original to, uh, signed by me. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. Damien Hurst. No, sure. But it, I mean, I think it's pretty accurate, Steve. You, I mean, for people who can't see it, but you, know, you can see a your real photo or the. But that's uh, Carl Pugden, one of the most stupid men alive. You know, some people Happy still Christmas. think that he's an invention. I know. He think that that, that, that that we invented him and we give him lines and stuff, as if we could do that. What, and we shaved his head as well? And well, made him live in Manchester for twenty years? It's- People who've not experienced Carl before, that hopefully there'll be plenty of Carl, uh, later in the show. Well, actually, um, we've got Carl doing a sermon. Brilliant. For, um, the Church of England has been requested, um, by the, uh, the, the Church of England, which is uh, unbelievable. Yeah. And, um, I actually went and bought him a little Bible, right? He did have a Bible. I, he said, the Bible's too heavy, it's got no pictures. So I bought him a children's Bible, which is embarrassing asking for that in Waterstones. Yeah. For a start. And, um, even that was too much for him. He was going, there's 200 pages. I mean, the writing, the letters, the font was about, I'd say, half a centimetre high, right? Yes, yes. And, uh, uh, but you've, you've read it, have you? <coughs> I haven't read all of it, I just got some of the highlights. So he only wh- gave it me the other day. So we're doing the history of religion, are we? Um, coming up. What do you mean? Well, uh, what do you mean, what do I mean? No, I'm just doing a little taster. What, the problem was, right, last week- What do you mean, little taster? What, like, what, what, are we trying to sell Bibles? No, it's no, the no. biggest selling book in the world. They don't need it. I thought you were gonna do a message, a, a New Year's message. No, but it's kind of been forgotten about a little bit, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Because of Harry <laughs> Potter and <laughs> Yeah, stuff you like say that. the Bible these days. He goes, what's that? What do you mean, the Bible? No, but I'm just saying, there's probably, you know, a lot of people out there who've sort of gone, oh, you know, it's an old book, and once something's been around for a bit, you've br- you don't sort of visit it. It's like, So uh, this isn't Harry Potter we're talking about. This is the Bible. Yeah, I know, but- It's still it, very popular, Carl. But there's films out, do you know what I mean? There's Brilliant. films that have been and gone, and it's like, oh, no one's talking about it anymore, I won't bother. So you're, you're giving the, you're giving the Church of England a little bit of boost. <laughs> yeah, <why not>? yeah, <laughs> Excellent. Excellent, that coming up. Well, now, last week, like I just asked, last week, um, on the show we were, uh, talking about the gift that you'd arranged to, uh, for your girlfriend. Uh, now, how, how long have you been going out with her again? Um, I think it's about eleven years. Eleven years, uh, your life partner, he got, a uh, um, a gift when he left, um, his old job of a camera. He didn't even unwrap it, he just passed it on straight away, like, passed the parcel to his girlfriend. We were giving him some stick. Um, everyone, about 90% of people phoned and saying, you are a skinflint, it's awful. Yeah. How did, how did it go down? She loved it. Did you tell her? Did she, did she love it? Yeah, I, I think she liked it, Okay. Yeah. I mean, she, she didn't really have a go on it, I was playing about with it on Christmas Day. Sure. Brilliant. Showing her how to use it and that, and said, yeah. you know, she's, she's paid for a holiday for us to go away, I said, take it on that, use it. She's loving it. Did you tell her before you gave it to her that you'd got it as a, as a leaving gift for your previous job? Yeah, just before. I mean, I wasn't going to, but because of last Saturday, you sort of put a bit of pressure on sure. stuff, and I went off and bought her a watch. Nice. Good. I thought a little extra- One of those ones with a little calculator on? From a, t- uh, from a Texaco? No, it's alright. It's like a little square art deco, the fella said it was. It is nice, I've seen it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so so she, she, and how did you tell her when you, when you came in with the big news? 
What about the camera? hadn't bought the gift? I just thought, I said, oh, you said you wanted a camera, didn't you? And here's one I got from work. <laughs> anyway, here's another one. <laughs> right. So I just sort of told Fudged her, it. but moved on quickly. Brilliant. Yeah. And also, um, you, right. you gave us the, uh, devastating news last week that just before Christmas, your mum's budgie died. How was Christmas in your household, was it? Um, little bit down. Little bit down, you know, with, with any death, it's always sad, isn't it, no matter what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, budgie. Well, I mean, how long she had it? I, Probably lasts about eight years or something, which is pretty good, isn't it, for a budgie? Right. Yeah, I think so. Um, came unexpected. Wasn't ill. Um, <laughs> and, uh, what she- what- I spoke to her the other day and I said, you know, how's it going? Cause on Christmas day she was down. Yeah. Been calling her off every day. And I spoke to her the other day and said, you know, how are things? And she said, uh, she said, well the other bird that's in the cage, she's got a- some sort of parrot that's in the same cage as it. Right. It's been a bit down. Sure. It's missing its mate. So what she did, she'd kept a few feathers from the budgie that died, right. right? She got a rock, a couple of, uh, sandwich fasteners, <laughs> stuck the feathers on the rock, the other bird's happy now. Wow. Now I know that your mother explains everything. And if you ever die, we just get a tennis ball, stick it on the end of a broom, she'll be happy. <laughs> Handbags and glad rags by Rod Stewart. That would make a good theme tune. Brilliant. Wouldn't and it? then it would work really well, perhaps on a DVD. <laughs> presumably, presumably that would still be available in the shops. <laughs> Great for any, um, you know, New Year's vouchers you've got. You're listening to Ricky Gervais on Radio 2 with Steve Merchant and Carl Pilkington. So good Christmases, yeah, all round. Definitely for me. I had a great time, yeah. Carl? Uh, it's alright. <laughs> how does <laughs> nothing, it, how does it rate with, it. um, uh, what did Suzanne get you? Um, she got me, uh, you see, you, you were having a go at me about giving her, uh, a camera, right? Which, which know, was I given to use. you, which was no, second hand. Yeah, Essentially second hand. It doesn't really matter that bit. But it's a present that both of us could use, right? Mm. And you were making me feel bad about that. That's why I got her a watch. Yeah. Right? Which in a way I can use because I can say what time is it. Sure. Right? <laughs> but. Chico time, innit? But the thing is, right, she got Not me anymore. a, uh. No. <laughs> she got me a, uh, a little printer. Oh, yeah, that's good, yeah. Well, what, you mean a little fella who works in a print shop? Just a little printer to go with a computer and that. But for me, again, that's a present that, you know, we can all be using. You are so ungrateful. It's not that, it's just that, you know, when- it's good when you're a kid, isn't it? When you- Christmas is all about, like, your presents. What did you want when you were a kid? What's your best present you ever had? Um, there's a few things. I mean, one that- one that I always remember one Christmas, right? Uh, it was the year when computers first came out. Right. right? And there was one called the Sinclair Spectrum that I wanted, right? What- what year are we talking, eighty f- Must be oh. eighty- eighty-three, eighty-four, right, yeah. Right, yeah. And, uh, anyway, I- I think my mum and dad's got me one. It's, you know, it's under the tree in a big box, I'm thinking, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. About the size of a computer, brilliant. Anyway, Christmas day comes, uh, you know, I couldn't sleep and all that, excited like you are as a kid. Yeah. Get up, open it, it's not the one I wanted, right? Really? It's not the Spectrum, it was a ZX-81, okay. right? So I thought, well, I've, I best not show that I'm disappointed in that. You know, even even as a kid, you have sort of, you know, that thing. of- You lost that. Now you say, oh, it's not what I wanted, Suzanne. But go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, so uh, so I sort of you know pretended I liked it and that. I thought, oh, just play some games on it. I'll just get on with it, right? <laughs> anyway, I try and <laughs> look. Even as yeah, a kid, he had the way of the world. I know. His parents have saved up for it. He's look at his frown lines. Look, he's frowned since he was about four. Yeah. Look at those lines. Right. 
So, yeah, but this is why. You'll understand in a minute when I tell you the end of this story. Go on. So, I load up a computer game, which t used to take about ten minutes. Right? Was it on cassette? On cassette. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it cassette. sounds like a fax machine, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Right? Anyway, it wouldn't load. Oh. I was thinking, what's up with this? Is it broke? Right? And I kept trying it, and my dad sort of- he, he, my mum used to get up early to open the presents with me. My dad got up at about midday, he couldn't be bothered. Right? <laughs> Anyway, he comes this down. Is I'm so telling. This I is know the picture uh, he paints is I so know, heartbreaking. It's like Alan Bennett or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dickens. Yeah, right? or some oh. one of those kind of sixties back, like Kathy Come Home, sort of <laughs> yeah, you know, really insane dramas. So, so anyway, so I'm there, right? Get frown growing and that. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to read this book, thinking, why isn't it working? So my dad has a look, <clears> and he goes, "Oh, you're missing a bit." I said, "What?" He goes, "You need a ram pack, right? right? Which is a bit that you put in the back of it that gives it extra memory." Yeah. So I'm like, "What do you, you need?" Do one you one need? Of them. <laughs> I'm like, what, what do you mean? It's, it's Christmas Day, right? And, and we're talking about the days when, like, Tandy wasn't open. Sure. It wasn't open for days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like now, by lunchtime, Christmas Day, everything's open again. <laughs> yeah, right? sure, yeah. Then, you had to wait about two weeks. <laughs> Everyone, like, had a big holiday and everything. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, God. Oh, oh. I actually started to be sick, like, with frustration. <laughs> oh, no! I, what? With How actually you? physically you? sick. Do you know what? How old were you? Well, like I say, I, I don't know, it must have been about eight or something. Oh, but that thing of like, what, what, it's Christmas Day and I can't play with it and I had to wait for like two weeks and what have you. Sat over the kitchen sink sort of going, <laughs> <laughs> stress, stressing out. <laughs> Hated it, it was a rubbish Christmas. <laughs> wow. I love the idea of you going, <laughs> stress, isn't it? What did your dad say? He just sort of said, look, calm down, we'll get you one when the shop's open and it's like, yeah, but it's two weeks and it. <laughs> I have never heard anyone being sick from stress. <laughs> oh. Poor little kid, just so stressed. Before the trail, we heard Feeder on Radio 2. Uh, Steve Merchant here with Ricky Gervais, Carl Pilkington. We were talking uh, before that about um, rotten gifts, and particularly gifts that Carl's received in the past. We're just actually thinking now, because we've got to give away this, uh, we haven't got to give away, but we're generously giving away, a Eurythmics Platinum Disc. So if you're a Eurythmics fan, or indeed if you're not, but perhaps you know someone who is, and maybe you've got some, some rotten gifts for Christmas, then uh, you can get in touch with us, let us know what the, the worst gift is that either you received this year, or maybe even in the past, you know, something that really you just, just was terrible. Maybe you, like Carl, had the poker face when you received it, you politely opened the box, but inside you were dying. But you can get in touch with us at uh, 88291, we've got the uh, email gervais at bbc.co.uk, or you can uh, phone us 0500 288 291, the worst gift ever will receive the Eurythmics Platinum Disc. Well, uh, talking of gifts, um, I got my, um, girlfriend uh, a few gifts, a trip to, um, Paris and a few little bits and pieces, and one of which was a, a trip to the theatre. Nice. Um, a thing we'd walked past before and we'd wanted to look, look really great, the, uh, the Woman in Black, which okay. is on the Fortune Theatre in Covent Garden. I bought a four ticket so, you know, we could, um, she could take some people. She chose to take, um, Carl and Suzanne. Well, of course, now, I think it's, it's a scary play, isn't it? It's a spooky play. It's a play. scary thing. So it's you thought ghosts. instantly Carl's the man? Absolutely. Um, and it was, it was... It was, wasn't it great, wasn't it? And the, the, the theatre was so lovely and the, the production is, is so, so lush and it's, ge it's genuinely really, re it's been for 17 years, they really honed it and it's, yeah. and it was great watching Carl. Um, uh, at one point, um, uh, we were in a box, um, which I'll tell you about in a minute. Right, right. And, um, and uh, I pointed, I just pointed to show Carl that this face was appearing, right? But as my, um, as I was pointing, he didn't see me pointing, my finger came into his peripheral vision and he went, oh! <laughs> and I laughed for about five minutes because he just saw a finger come in. I wasn't even trying to wind him up in that. Sure. That was a, such a bonus for me. Yeah. And I nearly died. But the reason we were in a box 
I went there and I said, oh, can I, um, get a box? And they said, oh, the boxes are a little bit small and cramped. I went, okay. So, okay, we'll give you some really good seats. So, we got some nice seats downstairs. And, uh, do people go to the theatre these days to clear their throat? Yeah. And their nose? Yeah. Because I was surrounded by people <laughs> going, <laughs> Which I find absolutely disgusting. I even- that even annoyed me doing it, and I apologise for people at home listening. And that uh, coughing and eating sweets. Yeah. Chatting about things. Yeah. Right? And I was- I, I was getting a bad neck. You know what I'm like? Yeah. Anything. I just wanted it to be silent, right? So, uh, in the interview I said- uh, I went up to the manager, I said, oh, can we wear the box? And they went, oh yeah, fine, yeah. It was free, they- they didn't sell it. So we went up there, and they let us go in one. The first- we had to go past some people in the interview, treading past people, sorry, sorry. Sorry, all right. I'm when, a celebrity, I get a box. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they probably think, oh, they've given it to him for a special treatment. I was gonna yeah. buy it, it's no extra money, yeah, yeah, but they just yeah. didn't sell it because it was a, uh, you know. Another reason to hate you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, but we went in there, there's only three chairs. So I went, oh. Oh, this is we're, was the other box has got four chairs. Carl went. I'm not going out there again. I said we got. We said I'll sit on the floor. <laughs> Imagine him sitting on the. Were floor. you sat on the floor with your little head peeking over the oh, edge no, of the box? No, no. Well, this, this is it. So right. I went. Oh, let's go. We went out. He was so embarrassed. Of course, everyone's going. Oh no! Walking past people again. Went in the box. Everyone's looking at the box now. Yeah. Right? Um. And Carl was horrified. Carl was trying to hide, but it was. To be honest, I mean, the idea of a box is you get a better view, but I didn't because I was like, oh, I have to sit right at the back. Yeah. I might as well have been like near the fire exit. I just was like, I don't, I don't want to be. No, that's not anything. the idea of boxes to get a better view. I think it's from uh, days where it was you were, how you were meant to be seen. The boxes face each other, right? And you're meant to see who's in the other box. It was very a, a socialite type thing. The boxes are probably the worst view in the theatre. That's why some theatres don't actually sell them. But I tell you what, I'd rather have to lean forward and see someone than be surrounded by people chewing. But and it sniffing. was, it wasn't that bad though, Steve. That's the thing. You know what he's like. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. anything that's meant to be like a nice, relaxing night out, whether it's going for a nice quiet meal suddenly turns into this like nightmare well i won't go to public evening. places with ricky because there's always something that'll annoy him and then he won't take it out on them he'll take it out on you yeah. we gotta leave we gotta leave it's too smoky it's too noisy it's not noisy enough there's music there's not music it's an absolute nightmare well people annoy me that's Stress awesome. stressful so so any, i mean just the other day right i went out for for something to eat nice quiet you know italian place a walk in there's about six people in there having a nice quiet yeah meal, you know, quiet, I thought, oh, that's good, he's, he's not gonna complain about the noise and that. Sit down, I have, uh, some arabiata, which is nice and that. Alright. Anyway, he starts, uh, sort of normal chat, um, saying how he'd like to put my head in a vice. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, he'd like to put your head in a vice? In a vice, yeah. Not really. Sort of normal, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I was just thinking that it would be lovely to put him in, you know those vice that are sort of attached to workbenches? Yeah. Just so, not to, uh, just put it in there so he's caught, so he's caught there and then I can sort of do what, paint his head or something, sure. or feel it squeezing. And I imagined, I just imagined sort of squeezing it too tight, didn't so, I? So, so he's, he's saying all this, right, which I'm getting the sort of picture enough without yeah. sounds, right? <laughs> but then he thinks, well, why not add sounds? It's quiet in here, right? <laughs> Start sort of going, so your head's in the vice, tighten it, and you're sort of going, <laughs> right? So he's sat in a chair, quiet restaurant, doing that. It's like the scene out of When Harry Met Sally, yeah. right? <laughs> All these like tourists and that sat there, sort of going, oh, look at Jace over there. And then suddenly, like, from a look of like, oh, that's good, it's really Jace to what the hell is going on. <laughs> but I just imagine his little head, because what he did, I just imagine him in a tighten, I go, is there any other radio show that's ever been on Radio 2 that has had this discussion? Well, no. Does Johnny Walker, OBE, <laughs> ever say, I'd love to put Terry Wogan's head in a vice and see what happens? It's, oh, dear. <laughs>
Eurythmics, here comes the rain again on Radio 2. We've got a Eurythmics Platinum Disc to give away, and we'll uh, get to that shortly. Uh, keep your, uh, worst Christmas gifts ever coming in. Uh, you were talking about, Rick, about the, um, you know, nightmarish people you find now in any kind of, you know, theatre or, and the cinemas, because I love the cinemas, you know, and I'm a big movie buff. And yeah. for me, I feel that when, when I go into the cinema, it should be the red carpet treatment. I go all the time, you know, I'm a big cinema fan, I shouldn't have to sit with, for want of a better word, the scum yeah. of the world. Do you know By what I mean? By scum you mean anyone who isn't you. Anyone who isn't me. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, but sometimes, you know, you end up going to the cinema, you know, on a Friday or a Saturday evening because you, you want to be, you know, you don't want to be a sad loner who goes on the Wednesday afternoon. So sometimes you're forced to sort of see these people. And I went to the cinema once to see, remember that film Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Yeah. And I sat there, I thought this is great, I was a nice big seat, it was fine. And this woman comes trundling in. She was huge. I mean, properly mammoth, like the, um, the marshmallow monster at the end of Ghostbusters. Do you know what I mean? Kind of waddling in like that with this tiny little flake of a husband. And she had everything. She had nachos, hot dogs, big soft drink cartons. You know what I mean? It's like, you know those people who, they've, they've, they've gone out to eat. Uh, and if and they pop into the cinema, and if a film happens to be showing there, they'll go and watch that. Brilliant. Basically, they've, they've come. They've to gone eat. for a picnic. They've come to yeah. They've and there's come a film to raise, Yeah. And um, so they've arbitrarily chosen this film. So she's in there. The trailers come on, and it's not only is she greedy, but you can tell she's stupid. This trailer comes on for AI. Remember that film Spielberg film AI? Yeah. And um, and the, the trailer is something like uh, Jimmy is a twelve-year-old boy. He does it. He feels like a human. He does it. He experiences emotion like a human, but he's not a human. He's a robot, right? And everyone goes quiet. And she went to her husband. How old was he again? Oh. So already I'm- I'm on oh. my back's up, do you know what I mean? Oh. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon comes on, right? It comes up, and you know it's- it's um- it's in Mandarin, I think it's, yeah. a, it's an Asian film. And it comes up, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She says, bear in mind she's paid the money to come in, she says, funny name for a film. <laughs> Which is pretty weird. So, it comes up, it says Mandarin subtitles, she goes, not subtitles. It comes on, right, they're all speaking in Mandarin. She, to her husband, turns to him, she starts going, Jing chang chong chong chang chang chong. No. Jing chang chong chong chang chang ching. Right, join the film. I mean, it's the film started and she's doing that. She's going funny language. Wing wing chang chong 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 chong. And they oh. start both doing it, right? Oh, God. So I get up, I'm so angry, I want to make, but again, of course, not too polite to actually say anything. So I think I'll make it clear what my feelings are. So I get up, hoping that the seat will flip back loudly and I can storm Knock off. Knock her popcorn all yeah. over it. <laughs> over yeah. his stupid face. But, um, sadly, the seats didn't flip up, so ah. I just kind of huffily climbed over a few seats, sat down, ha, brilliant, next to a teenage girl on her mobile phone. Oh. And she's on there, she's chatting away, I'll meet you after, da, da, da. and I wanted to grab the phone for her and say, I'll be honest with you, you're 14, and unless this is your broker in Hong Kong saying the big deal's about to go through, which I suspect it's not, I suspect it's Gavin saying, can we meet behind the bike sheds later, <laughs> put the phone down. People who are on the phone in the cinema. I know. It drives, oh. I know, it I, can't, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. See, you're, you're, you see, you're like but me. But people always say, they always say, why do you get so angry? Your New Year's resolution should be calm down, chill out, you know. But I, how can you chill out when this stuff's going what's on? Your, what's your New Year's well, resolution, well, no, just Carl? that, though. I mean, surely people are allowed to, like, have a chat if a film's got subtitles. Why? Because you can read it, it doesn't matter about the noise. That is the most stupid thing I have ever heard in my life. No, I'm I just saying- I mean, that I'm really not... is the most stupid thing I've ever- so go along with your iPod on. Yeah, take a ghetto blaster. Well, yeah, you could if you- if you can multitask. I mean, that would do my head in, having music and I don't know what to sort of concentrate on. But, if you- it's only like reading a book when you're on a- Train, innit? You've but got what, noise around what? it. What? What are you talking about? These films cost millions of dollars. They're, everything's, everything's perfect. The and music, they, the sound effects. Uh, the, 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 the whole montage, the, this mixed me, and mm. someone comes along and goes, oh, I might as well talk to Gavin on my phone while I was reading it anyway. You're an idiot. Mm -hmm. You're an idiot, Carl. I think your New Year's resolution should be less stupid. No, I'm, I'm doing, uh, I'm, I'm gonna try and learn something new every day through 2006. What have you learned today? 
Uh, well, I did a lot yesterday, so I'm having a day off today. <laughs> but, but, no, you know, just, uh, well, I did, didn't I? I did the, the, the Bible stuff and that, so, uh, I'm gonna- Oh, yeah, we've got that coming up. What Charles is resolution to be less annoyed? I suppose I should be more tolerant of and others. Do you know what Ricky said his is gonna be? What? It's gonna be more annoying. Yeah, well, I just thought, I just thought- <laughs> But this is a wonderful hypocrisy of it, because we've just, you've just been agreeing with me about how you hate people who are annoying. Yeah, but yeah. only to friends and people like- The thing is, right, I, I've, got, I've got to say a couple of things, right? The reason I sort of- Torture car is because I I don't know my fr I, I I've got friends with defects I don't oh. know why I, all my friends are slightly weird or stupid or something wrong with them Carl's little round head uh, I mean the brain of a fish right? <laughs> yes. I can't get my hands off his head um, Robin Ince he's got glasses he waddles funny he's got little thumbs there his thumbs are too short right sure. I can't keep my hands off him right my mate um Rob. Um, who did flannels with me? He's got a perfectly round head. His, his teeth protrude slightly. He's in America though for when you need a round bald head, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Right. Sure when I go right. to New York, or uh, and then he looks really like Dave Hill. Interesting Slate. that you're collaborating on a book, but he chooses to live in America. <laughs> Yeah, but um, could I just say also that I do not advocate the use of vices on friends' heads. It's dangerous. Do not, do not um, squeeze your mate's head in a vice. That's just between me and Carl, and you know, because he's an experienced annoyer, and he probably wouldn't let me do it to be honest. I have to offer him an awful lot of money. Also, do not smoke. There's no point. And mm. floss. I wish I'd flossed when I was a kid. Also, if you've got a bicycle or anything like that for Christmas, please wear the correct whoa, safety whoa. gear. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Well, I got a bike as a kid, yeah. right? And my dad, uh, you know, it, I think I think the helmets used to come come with them and what have you. I popped it on, went out on my bike, coming back into the garden. Dad sees me. He said, "Come here." I said, "What?" He said, "I never want to see you wearing that helmet again. You look ridiculous." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> He'd rather take the risk. No one looks good in them though, do they? Yes, they do. Wear the helmet. Neil Young and Heart of Gold on uh, BBC Radio 2 with me, Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant. Hello. And Carl Pilkington. Alright. We were asking for the worst Christmas gifts you've ever received, uh, past or present, and uh, there have been some absolute stinkers here. Pete Archer says, I'm diabetic and I once got three big tins of sweets. <laughs> I mean, that's just rubbing it in. Um, uh, Cheska says, uh, I once got a Christmas tree for my brother on Christmas Day. Well, that's long term present. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, it depends. What do you mean? Was it a plastic one or a real one? We yeah. need more information. I got a fly mode for my 85 year old gran, which was nice, but for the fact that I live in a flat. <laughs> well, you could do the carpet. <laughs> um, there's one here, it says, Sid from Nix, he says, I once received a PlayStation 2, which I really wanted. I didn't open it for a few hours while we had lunch, and I was looking forward to playing the game, a bit like you with your ZX Spectrum. Yeah. I opened up the box, and much to everyone else's enjoyment, there was two oranges and a pair of socks. That's cruel. But that's like, I mean, that's what kind of a family's that? I mean, in Carl's case, he actually forgot to buy the or rack. Harvest Festival. The vicar's got a PlayStation Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just, it's just the wrong label. Isn't <laughs> it? Yeah, he couldn't believe his luck. Coming so, up, actually, talking of vicars, a lot of vicars listening. Apparently, I don't know how many that is. I don't know how many there are. But um, uh, Carl's going to do a sermon. Um, you remember um, last week? Uh, he insulted vicars, saying they only work one day a week. Uh, he made a vicar swear. Yeah. Who said um, maybe if I um. Give up my one day a week. I can become a DJ and do bugger all all week. You made a vicar swear. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't mean to. I just no. Was... Gillian Oliver's phoned in and she's the press um, uh, officer for the Church of England. She's invited Carl to do a um, 
a sermon. We've risen yeah. to the challenge. Carl's gonna do a bit of a sermon. We just say, we've just, that, that's when we've picked on. We're open to all religions here. Yeah. Maybe, uh, in the future Carl can do a sermon, uh, for another de denomination. I don't, mm. I don't know, you know. Um. Well, it, it just depends, though, how, how sort of thick the book is. Right. <laughs> so you want a religion with a smaller book? Just a smaller book and- I just say I view all religions equally. Yep. Because I'm an atheist. So I truly do view all religious beliefs equally. Um, but, you know, just because I don't believe in it, a lot of people do, and Carl is gonna basically sum up the Bible, that's what we're doing today, Should we it? play a record and then come back with the first part of Carl's sermon? I cannot, I, I mean, I honestly can't wait. I feel like squeezing his head during this do record. It, okay. Can we get advice? Stones, Waiting on a Friend. Great track. Amazing tune. So, Carl. You've studied the Bible over the last couple of days, well. and you're going to give us a, a basically the Bible abridged. Is that right? Just uh, condensed? Um, um, just, just that you know, it's that time of the year when religion. Well, let's, no matter where you are, let's, let's do a sermon. Everyone, everyone, settle, uh, settle down at home. Turn the radio up. This is um, Reverend Carl Pilkington with uh, the history of the Bible. All right. Thank you very much. Right. Well, uh, thanks for coming. Um, starting off, you know, I mean, I've, I started off at the at the beginning. Of the of the book, what have you? The Bible, we'll call it for the sake of argument. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's quite a bit missing. It doesn't it doesn't say about how sort of God was already about, so it doesn't go right back to the beginning. Um, <laughs> right, okay. God God's already knocking about on that. Yeah. Anyway, he made the world, right? He did, did all that, right? Yeah. He sorted out um, sort of sun for for the, in the day and that, so everything's light and you can see yourself about. <laughs> right. He did the stars and the moon for at night, right? I was thinking about that. Uh, if I was him, I probably would have just let it be day all the time rather than having two systems. We're not <laughs> criticising. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm okay. not going to go. I'm just saying. I mean, it's easy now, isn't it? In hindsight, to sort of say, <laughs> do you know what? It's easy yeah. to really criticise him, but he was working. He sort of, you know? he sort of loosened the top. You just got it off. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, 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 he did a lot of the work. Yeah, cheers. No, I'm just saying though. Yeah. Like they mess about with the clocks and that because the farmers getting up in the dark and that. If it was day all the time, less crime and that. I'm just saying it, it might have been worth an idea. You know, he missed a trick there, is what you're saying. But yeah. he moves in a mysterious way, so you don't know why he's done that. He might be, he All might right. be thinking something that y your small brain can't really. Fair enough. Okay. Not having a go, like I say. I'm just just reading it and thinking about it. That's what it's all about, isn't yeah, it? Education, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Thinking. yeah right. Go on. Anyway, so uh, he did all that. He made the sun and that, and then he said, "Oh, make some creatures and stuff." He made a load of birds, loads of different birds, creatures, animals, and that because. The, with the world being so big, it's like if you buy a big house, you need more furniture, don't you? Right. So he made this and he was like, oh, God, what am I going to fill it with? So this is why he, he did all these Right. Animals. That's not actually in the Bible, you've no, speculated is, there on yeah. the mind of God. Well, I'm sort of just treating it like it, it's his big house. Right. Isn't it? Okay. So, and he's filling it, he's making it look nice, different birds and what have yeah. you. Right? Yeah. Just, just my opinion. Like it's making it sound like the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, right, so uh, he does all that and uh, he thinks, right, I'll make a little man and a woman. Sure. Who we all know as, like, Adam and Eve. Yeah. Um, everyone knows their names, but at, at no point is, is their surname mentioned. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> well, he's not gonna have trouble with a post, <laughs> is he? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, right, Adam and Eve are knocking about, uh, God says to him, look, just enjoy yourselves and that, right? Um, do what you want, but I'll tell you this, I'm only telling you once, he said. He said, don't be eating fruit from that special tree. Yeah. So, they were like, alright, fair enough. 
he said, the tree that I'm talking about is the tree of knowledge. Yeah. So that's sort of made it a little bit worse, because it sounds good and that, and you're like, oh, knowledge. Yeah. But well, don't mean? go in that door. Yeah, It's, exactly, it's that sort yeah. of thing. Instead of just sort of not telling them. Because mm. I don't know, see, the, the tree of knowledge, what it had on it by what I can work out is, it's an apple tree, right? And it's pretty tempting, isn't it, to, to our little cheeky apple? Because I don't, I don't know what they were eating back then. Right. Do, do you know what they, were, what, what they were getting by on? No, I don't know. Right, so anyway, so they were like, yeah, all right, whatever. Eve goes for a wander about. Yeah. Right? Killing time and that. <laughs> Bumps into this snake. Oh, yeah. And, uh, snake said, uh, you know, said, all right, you got an apple, right? And, uh, he was selling it to her, he was going, it tastes good and that, right? And she's like, well, shouldn't really, but, you know, I've been told that I shouldn't eat that. Because I think God said to her at some point, um, oh, get on with it. You're on page one at the moment. This is absurd. This oh, is just get... unbelievable. No, but I'm just, just painting. Just get to the point. You're on page one. Yeah, you but... haven't moved on. Just get, okay, we know Adam and Eve. What have you learned? Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, he was saying don't eat it because it's Yeah, dangerous. I know, we know. Get on with it. Just get on with I mean, oh. But the thing is, people do eat things that are dangerous, don't they? Like, and puffer fish, even to this day, people are eating stuff that can kill them. Yeah. So it's not a threat, they're not They're not that bothered, it's an apple, right? They're, they're gonna have a little cheeky apple. Anyway, they eat it, right? God goes mental at them. He said, I told you not to do that, I've told you you can enjoy yourself and everything. You've, you've gone against what I said. <sighs> you've eaten the apple. Adam and Eve sort of got told off and what have you. They went off and had kids. Um, that added extra pressure, a lot of arguments <laughs> happened, and, uh, that's, that's kind of part one. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. So, oh, you're an idiot. Really, you are an idiot. Well, part two later then. You better buck up your ideas in part two. On 88 to 91 FM, this is Radio 2 from the BBC. Great track. Amazing. Lynyrd Skynyrd. Sweet Home Alabama. On BBC Radio 2 with me, Steve Merchant. <laughs> and me, and, Ricky Gervais. And over there, both of us. <laughs> yeah. Carl right. Pilkington. Alright. Um, Still to come, we should also put out, we've got Rockbusters on the way. It's the, uh, it's the quiz that's not sweeping the nation. No one cares. Oh no, that's not fair. Well. No, look at him. Look, he's probably been sweating over that. He's been reading the children's Bible. Yeah. But I mean, and that's all he came up with. The first people were Adam and Eve. Yeah. I mean, and we don't know what their surname is. Unbelievable! What an idiot you are. Also, in the uh, in the third hour, monkey news, yeah. um, which I think we're all looking forward to. It's sort of like Darwin Darwinism versus creation, isn't it? Monkey news, Adam and Eve. Yeah. Which, 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 which do you like? Do you like monkey news or do you like Adam and Eve? Also, it's probably worth um, kind of digesting some of the, the year's big events, Rick. So maybe we should just cast our eyes back on some of the. Uh, big I think people are waiting to see our our, our three opinions <laughs> on the the review of oh, the yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I should just give away this uh, Eurythmics platinum, platinum disc that yeah. we, uh, we offered up in the first hour. And um, we were asking for the worst Christmas gifts you've ever received. And uh, I want to give it to this guy because I. I, well, it's it's not like, it's, you know, I'm sure it's fine, but it's just something about it which really amused me. It's from Toby in London. He says, When I was younger, I got a book about crude oil. I'd never expressed an interest in oil, and certainly not crude oil. <laughs> but what I love is just, is the parents, is, is thinking of that gift. They were shopping, they were going, uh, what, what oil is it that Toby likes? 
Yeah. I, I don't even, does he like well, it's olive oil, probably, I don't no, know. No, 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 he thinks olive oil sissy. What's that one that, he loves the spouting out the ground one. Cr- uh, crude oil? Get him, get him the book on crude oil, Mary. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, Toby in London, you get the Eurythmics Platinum Disc, uh, well done to you. Also in this hour, we've got some, uh, Kylie collectibles to give away. So we'll probably do Rockbusters and the lucky winner of that gets those. Um, but I was just, I was just going through the papers, of course, and it's the New Year's Honours list today, and, uh, I imagine you're very excited about that, Carl. New Year's Honours and all that. Yeah, you're familiar with that? When people get knighthoods and OBEs? I've, I've heard about it. Sir Tom Jones, you got to call him Sir Tom now. You pleased with that? Do you think Tom Jones deserved it? Um, well, they sort of chuck him out to anyone now, don't they? <laughs> so, if, if he wants one, let him have one. <laughs> Do Is they? It, well, it's just, I mean, the way I saw it was, um, like, you know, the Queen used to give them out to people who, uh, you know, did, did, like, big things like killing dragons and all that. Yeah. That was a while, <laughs> that was a while ago, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's, you know, from dragon killers to sort of Joe Pasquale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. You went in the jungle with Ant and Deck. Is it is an OBE. Some people, uh, actually send, um, famously some rock stars and, and big names, they sometimes give their awards back or they refuse to accept the knighthood. If it was offered to you, Rick, would you accept it, your OBE or your- See, I, I, I don't know because, one, I know it's, it's, it's sort of like not a cool thing and I don't know if you should align yourself with that, that sort of thing or, or whatever and whether you're a monarchist or not, which I, I'm sort of indifferent really, um, uh, but I, I f- would feel rude. Yes, I know okay, what you mean. Well, it's, 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 you know, uh, after we won the Golden Globes, uh, an interviewer said, do you think you'll get a knighthood? And I went, oh, I don't want a knighthood. And they said, why not? I said, you can't do anything with it. I said, in olden days, you could ride a, a, a white horse along and, and have a big sword. Nowadays, you can just put it on your headed notepaper. Yeah, so. yeah. And I said something like, um, I'd rather have a name like Don Gervaisi. <laughs> and the headline was, Ricky wants to join the Mafia. <laughs> which I think is a bit harsh. I, I've been invited to the palace a couple of times. I think about- Whoa, hang on, what, what do you mean? I've been invited to the palace about three times. Why? Um, Can I just point out for people who don't know who I am, I collaborate with Ricky (laughs) on everything except uh, his stand-up comedy, which I suspect was not the reason you were getting invited to the palace. No, no. It's a little bit bawdy, a little bit blue. My work on flannimals. Yeah, for your children. Please get him along. I love the mung (laughs) unger. I love that mung So I should just point out that I've uh, co-written both The Office and Extras, and and yet I've never had an invite from the palace. Yeah, but I think the Queen knows who's the the main one, who's the driving force. Mm. Anyway, right, so I get this thing, the first time, I thought, Oh, I, I, I can't, I, I can't go. I, I, Why couldn't you go? Well, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know. The second time I came through and I said to Jane, it's, it was like six o'clock, right, and I said, oh, should we go? And, um, it was very exciting, but I felt a bit funny just going along to the palace, right? And I Sorry, said- Sorry, who was it could just be you and Jane and Prince Philip and the Queen, was it? That well, was no, there was about, I don't know, I think it was about eight. There's about right. eight people, right? Um, so you need to eminent people, people for Pictionary. Me, the usual. Me, Salman Rushdie. <laughs> yeah. David Bowie. Yeah. Right, um, sure. uh, Oh, yeah, you're aligning yourself in the yeah. company of geniuses, I know, is there? <laughs> no, no. I'll tell you something about Salman Rushdie later. Um, and I said to Jan, I said, we go for an hour. She went, it's not the sort of place <laughs> you, you can turn up for an hour with a, with a, <laughs> so, yeah. some leaf round milk. Someone, it's not your boss's barbecue <laughs> at the weekend. <laughs> Pop in. I've got some other people to see. I'm seeing Tony yeah. Blair later. Anyway, <laughs> te- cheers, Liz. But anyway, the, the thing that came through was, I will be a attending, stroke not be attending, yeah. right? And I thought that was just too harsh to send back, I will not be attending. Yeah. So I, 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 there was a number at the Marshall's house and I called him up and he went, hello? And I said, hello, it's Ricky Gervais here. Um, I got an invite um, to the palace, I, I won't be able to attend. I said, I thought it was a little bit harsh just to send back, I will not be attending. He said, how delightfully polite of you to call. <laughs> was it Roger Moore on I don't know, but I went, that's no way he said, Oh, there's no trouble. Thank you so much for calling. I bet no one calls him. Yeah. I bet he doesn't get a look in it. And it was really, I'm so glad I called and didn't just send back, I will not be attending. But listen, 
keep inviting me, because, I mean, if it's right for my diary, I'd love to come along and have a mooch around. Yeah, just Seriously. see what's going on up there. Yeah, so, uh, that, Salman Rushdie, right? This is a, a nice story. So, I've met him a few times now. Now he's out and about. Sure. He's never home. No. I bet his <laughs> house is a mess. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, it was just after the, the first, um, series of The Office went out, I got invited to this, um, uh, thing, uh, uh I'd met Jonathan, actually. I'd met Jonathan Ross on okay. this, on this show. And, um, uh, we were talking about being Bowie fans. I'd never met him before. And he said, well, I'm interviewing Bowie for this special Come Along. And I went along, and there was Bowie, my hair was amazing. A couple of big celebrities in the audience, one of which was Salman Rushdie. And, uh, Greg Dyke, who was, uh, head of the BBC then, said to me, he said, I'm a Bowie fan, do you want to go and meet him? And I went, uh, okay. Right? So we went down, so it's me, Greg Dyke, right, and Salman Rushdie going on chat the Bowie. I went to the pub the next day with my mate, and he said, what did you do last night? <laughs> and I said, nothing. Cause I couldn't say, I was hanging out with David Bowie, Greg Dyke, and Sam Rusty. Why? What did you do? <laughs> and I just said, nothing. If, uh, you can name every, uh, celebrity that Ricky has mentioned in the last <laughs> link, um, who he spent time with, then you can win yourself a prize, um, perhaps <coughs> a signed copy of, uh, Extras, um, for which he got invited to the palace, and I didn't. Uh, 88291, if you can name every name that Ricky Gervais dropped. That's gonna be the day that they're gonna give it back to you. As you know, I absolutely love a good cover version. I think that cover version, if it's done really well, can not only match the original, it can sometimes even better it. I totally agree. And I think that that's, uh, that's Ryan Adams' version of Wonderwall. And I think, you know, much as I love Wonderwall, it, it almost reinvests it with a new beauty and a new majesty that perhaps we'd forgotten about because the other song is no so well played. No taking it away from Noel. Oh, not at all. But it's almost kind of reinvented it. You it's know. beautiful. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Great song anyway, that, isn't it? That's what's weird, really, because you've done that, and that's kind of what I've done with Rockbusters. Right. I've, I've taken something. Well, you've taken blockbusters and changed one word. Sort of made it better. No, it's, not really, because yeah. those are real clues that work. Yeah. Yours are the ramblings of a madman. He <laughs> doesn't really understand what Maybe the word cryptic means. A little bit stronger. It's more, this should be so. called, what am I thinking? Uh, well, what am we I should, thinking? We should just introduce the idea of rockbusters to people who didn't hear it last week. Um, now, I'm trying to think of some classic ones. Do you remember there was the, now what was it, the, 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 Jamaican the West, fella, Jamaican, Jamaican fella, fella spring it spri uh, spinning a, um, a fish round his head. That was Detroit Spinners. Detroit and he tried spinners. to make it sound, I mean, it doesn't work. You, you have to speak in a Jamaican accent and say the way the they Trout say, Spinners. Well, they wouldn't, they wouldn't say Detroit, they'd say Detroit. <laughs> Detroit so, Spinners. So it doesn't work there. So that's the stupid Wetney Houston. Yeah. No one called Wetney Houston. Yeah. So, uh... So you need to basically call inside Carl's head and figure out what's going on in there if you want to win these, uh, We've got some Kylie collectibles, uh, for Rockbusters. The good thing about crawling into Carl's head is there is a lot of room. There's plenty of room. It's, it's yeah. very much like when, uh, God created the earth. You can just fill it up with anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, birds. yeah. So, um, your Rockbusters clues this week then, Carl. Alright, so as always, you know, we did it last week. What Pick can you win, three The Kylie collectibles, just Brilliant. Excellent. Should we throw in some stuff of ours? Just to yeah, if you've got any tag we, we get them for free, yeah, yeah. Extras, flannels, etc. Got some yeah. other junk lying around the office. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so then, uh, three clues, you text in with the answers, you win the stuff, right? First one, first clue. Uh, the initials of the band of the artist right. are FF. FF, right? okay. FF. And the sort of cryptic- well, I know it already. And the crypt- well, don't ruin it. And the cryptic clue, I've got snails, croissants, and baguettes in my palm. Right? What's- what's- what's going on there? No, no I don't know it. Right? There's the clue. Say that again. I've got snails, croissants, and baguettes in my palm. Oh, that's weird. FF. <laughs> right, FF. What's the band of the artist? The clue changes every so slightly every time. I know. Right, the next one, uh, me granny's is taking a penalty. She better get the ball in the back of the net. 
N-M. Artist or a band. N-M. That's give an old artist, by the way. Give it to us again. N-M. Me granny's taking a penalty. I've got it. She better get it in the back of the net. It's a good one. <laughs> okay. It's a good one. All right. That's, that, that might be his best ever. Wow. There you go. All right. And, uh, the last one, this is, this is a tough one, but, you know, you know how it works. That, that, well, that, wow. When he says tough, he means doesn't work. <laughs> yes. Does um, not work. Repeat, it, this does not work. Go on. The initial of the, uh, of the band, it's, a, it's an 80s band, I think I've got to help him out. Uh, A, A is the initial, right? And the clue is, and where people go to relieve themselves after looking at elephants and that, what am I? Right? So, letters A, the cryptic clue, and where people go to relieve themselves after looking at elephants and that, what am I? And the, and the initial? A. 88291. That you works. Can, you can give us a call at 0500 288 I'm, I'm getting worried now because I'm getting all these. That's really scary. Gervais at bbc.co.uk if you've got an answer for, uh, or you need all three of those to win those Kylie collectibles. It's alright, innit? Yeah. Well Come done. On. Play a little cheeky song. Yeah. <laughs> Razor light. Golden touch. On, uh, Radio 2. I'm Ricky Gervais with me, Steve Merchant and Carl Pilkington. Alright. <laughs> uh, we were uh, going to have a quick, um, assessment of the year's events because it's been a, a tumultuous year in many ways, Rick. Um, you know, some, some, some steps forward. Um, I'm sure you'll agree with the, uh, ban on fox hunting. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I really can't believe it took to 2005. I really, and then people moaning, we can't go and hunt fox. Oh, why not? You can't go and have a fox ripped to pieces. Oh, what do you want to do instead? I never understood it because it was, people getting up in arms and it's, it's a sport for them. It's a, it's, uh, a, it's a game. So it's like yeah. you can't play Yahtzee anymore. You've got to play guess who. Well, all right. And I'll, all this I'll rubbish go. about, oh, well, you know, it's, it's what foxes do. Oh, is it? Oh, but why do you like it? Why do, you wouldn't want a robot fox because you want to see blood. My brother-in-law was doing this job, he's a driver and he went to this sort of really posh school and he was talking to someone there, uh, they're into fox hunting and stuff and uh, he said, I don't agree with, um, just chatting to us, I don't agree with fox hunting. Um, they went, oh why, are you a vegetarian? He went, no I eat meat. They went, you eat meat but you don't agree with hunting. He went, why, do you eat fox? Yeah. Fair I point. mean, it's, it's such a ridiculous argument. Are you uh, pleased with that ban, uh, Carl? What, sort of, I, I don't think, you know, we should sort of, uh, any animals, should we? I totally agree, and yeah. Sort of, you know, respect their place and that. I mean, I've, I, I went on holiday once, right? Went into the sea, right? It was only up to my knees, right? Got stung by a jellyfish, right? Sure. And what I mean is, like, you know, the sea, that's someone else's territory, isn't it? Right. And I could have had a moan. <laughs> but you but thought I was like, well, I shouldn't be here. If, and, whereas know. if you went home and you're watching telly and a jellyfish came at you. I'd say what's going on. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? You yeah, would yeah, say yeah. what's going on, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely would. If a jellyfish came out from behind your telly and clamped onto your face, you'd go, Suzanne, what's going on? What's, what's a jellyfish doing? I don't go into the sea. But it's like when they, um, that, that, bloke that climbed into a polar bear cage and got eaten <laughs> and there was a thing about have the polar bear put down. No, don't have the polar bear put down. Yeah. You took him from the ice caps, popped him in a zoo, yeah. right, that's his house now. He didn't want to be there. Yeah, right? yeah. And then someone climbed in. I love it when a, a matador gets gored to death. Yeah. I love it. Because the bull didn't want to fight. Happy New Year. <laughs> Um, but also, uh, also this year, um, of course, we've had the, uh, the gay civil marriages or the civil ceremonies. I'm not entirely yeah. sure yet what this is. Do, do we loosely call it gay marriage just for the sake of ease? No, it, well, it's just, uh, it's officially a, a civil marriage, isn't it? They're not saying it's a marriage as such because I don't know, I don't know if the church knowledge it or not, I'm not sure. Mate, really, we got enough vicars listening. They can let us know. Let us know, yeah. Um, but I don't know if you read it, I read it in the paper the other day. But the church is gonna look nice, isn't it? 
the oh, flowers yeah. are going to look gonna brilliant, look really good. aren't they? <laughs> but, um, uh, I don't know if you read the other day that, um, I was pleased to read that John Inman, Mr. Humphreys from Are You Being Served, has, has just, um, been involved in his civil ceremony with his long-term partner. Whoa, whoa. John Inman's gay. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Stunning, isn't it? I know, unbelievable. I do like it when, uh, uh one of those sort of people that are so obviously gay, they come out yeah. after, like, years, years, like, out and John yeah. comes out and goes, actually, I've got some new, sit down. Mates, so just sit yeah. down, I've got some news for you. Oh, hello, Arton. Like your new pink tracksuit, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to talk to you about. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually gay. And they all have to go, you're joking. <laughs> yeah, they no. can't fake it. No way. Like when someone knows there's a surprise party for them, they've got to pretend <laughs> that they, oh my god, I can't believe it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, so what we had, we've had, uh, it is a, a year of disasters, which is, uh, it does seem worse this year. I, I don't know, uh, maybe I'm hitting that age where I think there was like, it was nicer before, but it, it was a year of disasters, wasn't it? has been it? terrible. We've had the, obviously, Hurricane Katrina and the tsunami and the earthquake and things, and, um, and it's obviously been terrible and we don't want you to be flippant about that, but the only time I was praying for a natural disaster of biblical proportions was when I was watching Celebrity Love Island. <laughs> and it, and it never happened, sadly. <laughs> And some of the dregs of humanity on that show, I mean, I don't know if you saw it, but Paul Danan <laughs> is a joy, because he's a mental case, and I'd say that, I don't know if that's libelous, but, I mean, if anyone's seen the show- What did show, you say? I said he was a mental case. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> libelous, I think, yeah. uh, I think he could sue you there. Okay, well, let, I'll take that back, but- Take that back, but he's oh, not a mental case. But he is, I think- I, I mean, let's, let's, let's face it, let, let's, when, before you, um, uh, say anyone is stupid or a mental case, do the old binary sort, are they madder and thicker than Carl? If not, I think you, you know- well, that means I can never accuse anyone of being stupid. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I love it. He was talking about Lady Isabella Harvey and he went, I love Lady Isabella Harvey because, uh, uh, the thing is, like, she, she, she don't like books and I don't like books. Brilliant. They've got something in common something, then. The idea that something in common is something that they don't do together. I love the idea that people I was sitting around just praying for a, a big wind. Just a big and, wind. And the only big wind was from Rebecca Lewis. <laughs> In the Ghetto by Elvis. That's one of the ten songs that Carl likes. Yes. I mean, I've never met anyone who is, I don't know, so underwhelmed by music and the, the plethora of uh, No, I do, I do, I do like it. But it was said about when I got my, first got my iPod, which I absolutely love, okay, and I was downloading, I said he's got ten thousand songs, he went, wasn't he that many for? He said, I like a Walkman. He said, you know, you're going for a walk, listen to that. He said, how long's the walk? <laughs> when do you need ten thousand records? And he, it was trying to work with the ones he put on, and he got to about seven. And what do you like? You only like songs with a story. Ma mainly, so, a, a song that, you know, when you pop it on, you go, right, I'm gonna listen to this for wh however long it is, and uh, you've got to check it all out. You can't just turn it off and fade it off, because you've got to hear how the story ends. But how many so times can not? you hear the same story? I mean, it's a great tune, but it's not because it's a story, it's because the, 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 the lyrical content, uh, apart from the story aspect, and the beautiful tune, and the way he sings, and the production. No, it's not about it's not, that. Otherwise, you always go, a uh, bloke, um, he born the wrong side of the tracks, uh, tries to nick a car, gets shot. I mean, it, that, that's, that's- Yeah, but think about what you've just said, and what I'm saying is, if you get up to, oh, he was born on the right, wrong side of the tracks or whatever, I'll turn it off now, you'd be going, I wonder what happened to him. <sighs> so, so you listen to it all. Oh, what other the songs are there, songs of the story? Um, there's one, uh, Johnny Cash, when he's, he's nicking a car from a factory. Um. What happens there? I don't remember that song. He, he works in a car factory and, uh, every day he's going, right, I'll, I'll nick a little bolt, right? Yeah. Then he nicks a wing mirror and, uh, I think he nicks, like, a gear stick and that. 
So if you've got seven songs that you like, I mean, it must be. What's your favourite? What's your favourite song? But of how time? could you do that? Because you haven't heard how that ended. Now you see, I've just told you there what he was doing. Because you've probably got it wrong. I haven't. I know. I, I, assume, I assume everything you say right. is probably wrong. There you go. Then you, you'll never know, and that will annoy you now. So. Other songs I like Rod Stewart, Killing a Georgie. Oh yeah, that's your favourite song, isn't it? That's that's good because it's yeah. What's the story there? Uh, just about a little gay fella goes right. to New York because that's like I think it was in the seventies when like you know if you were gay and that New York was brilliant. Yeah, that was like you know where where they all went and stuff. Had a good life there. Um, his dad didn't didn't I think his dad kicked him out or something. No, you're that I'm I'm sure you're thinking of uh Small Town Boy by Bronsky Beat. I'm sure you're getting <laughs> you're all these all them. these mixed up in the, just because it's another little gay fella, as you call him. Anyway, he goes to New anyway, York. He goes to New York. He's having a weather uh, time. yeah, having a good time in the seventies. Oh you're right. His dad said, How can the son of mine not be straight? I take it all back, I'm sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 And uh, he goes to New York and that. Um they go out late, don't they? They have like late nights. Whoa, out whoa, and stuff. Whoa. What do you mean? No, I, I just mean you know, you know, gays like to party and that. They know how to live. You know what I mean? They get the most out of life and that. Partying late. He was on his <laughs> way. I'm sorry, that's such a general. Well, everyone thing goes out late. And parties. What do you mean they like to go out late? No, it's just if you go in Soho in London, yeah. right, at like five in the morning, you think it was like rush hour. <laughs> But you you assume partying. you assume anyone who takes a bit of pride in their appearance is gay. Uh, well. I mean, no, you can look after yourself and that without, you know, without being a little gay fella, but I'm just saying <laughs> that's what that song's about. Can I just say, anyone's offended by this, he means no harm, he doesn't know- he knows not what he says, really, everything from Carl oh, yeah. is totally genuine, he's not having a go, you live and let live, don't you? There yeah, is- yeah. He's a bit like- he's a bit like Mork from Mork and Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't got a, a prejudicial bone in his body, but- but go on then. Yeah, so, uh, and then because he was out late, he was walking back and sort of, it's a bit of a sad ending, he gets attacked and that, but it's a good song if you want a song with a story. Rod Stewart, Killing a Georgie. Brilliant. Right. So. Is, uh, uh, well, I'm thinking maybe we should get people to just text in, just a few people, if, they, if they've got any songs they can recommend to Carl, um, and we maybe, uh, get played to him. Pinball so Wizard. Pinball Wizard Love. That was a, that was a good one, that's about, um, Blind Fella. Right. right. Deaf, Dumb and Blind Kid. Oh yeah, Deaf, Dumb and Blind, right, but he loves Pinball. I don't know if he knows what he's <laughs> playing. No, it's just that he's, he's, a, he's a pinball wizard, but you know, if he's deaf and blind, does he know what game he's playing? Sure. Does he even bother putting money in it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, no, forget it. If you have. Hungry Heart from the Boss on Radio 2, Steve Merchant, Carl Pilkington, and of course Ricky Gervais. We don't mean the Boss on Radio 2, we don't mean Leslie Douglas. No, that wasn't, sure. that was Bruce Springsteen. I don't think anyone was making that confusion, having that confusion. Oh sorry, okay. Just you. Just in case. Yeah. Okay. Um, we were doing, um, about twenty minutes ago, Rockbusters, special New Year's Rockbusters, uh, three clues, three bands or artists, um, we've had a number of responses. It really worries me when people get this right. Uh, well, I was worried that I got it right. Well, I don't know what it says about our audience. It's like, why are we bothering? We may as well just shoot off. They'll be happy just watching the tumble dryer going round. I know. Uh, well, Carl, come on then. What are the clues again? Here we go. Right then, so, uh, there's three clues. First one, the initials were, uh, FF, right? And that was, uh, if I've got snails and croissants and baguettes in my palm, right? That's, that's like the clue. What, what band or artist is that? Think go about on. it, right? Go on then. 
the initials were FF, that's, uh, Franz Ferdinand, right? <laughs> so, like, like, Franz, Whoa! Franz, Franz Ferdinand, it's kind Franz of Franz Ferdinand. Franz, Franz, cause it's like, oh, that's France, what they yeah. eat over there. It should be French, really, no, you in, can't in, say France in food, can you? So France, French food in hand. French, French food I've in hand. I've never heard of a band called French food in hand. Well, a lot of people got it as I know, but French tech, food uh, in hand, what, what are they, what label are they on? Uh, <laughs> what label are they on? It's just French, French food and ant, so you got that, right? <laughs> French food and ant, yeah. Uh, second one was, uh, me granny's taking a penalty, right? She better get the ball in the back of the net. Go N on. N-M with the initials. Yeah. Uh, try and work it out, your gran, that's your nan, ball in the back of the net, that's, that's nana must score it, right? Nana what? must score it, right? Nana Muscori. Na okay, I'll give you that one. And who is it? Nana Muscori. Nana Muscori. Nana Muscori. So that works. And then no, it doesn't work. Then but the it's final, close enough. It's close enough. The final one was the initial was A, right? And uh, the clue was, and where people go to relieve themselves after looking at elephants and giraffes and all that sort of stuff. Mm. What am I? Right? Mm. That's a that's a well, I'm a Zulu. I'm a Zulu. No, I got I'm a, it to I'm him. a Zulu. I'm a Zulu. So that works as well, that, doesn't it? Yeah. <sighs> no, three good clues as always. There. Well, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Couldn't really call them cryptic, but. Well, I'll uh, give it to David Lyons of Ellsbury, Buckinghamshire. Franz Ferdinand, Nana Muscuri, and I'm a Zulu. Well done, David. He um, gets the Kylie collectibles, which is a. What is it? Uh, I some Kylie collectibles. Live, live signed There's stuff. some signed stuff on there, some more, if you, I hope he's a Kylie fan. We're throwing a, a signed extra DVD and some flannable stuff as well. And uh, then Monday, get straight down to some kind of clinic. Have your brain examined. Alright, Kate Bush. Kate Bush, King of the Mountain. Must be a song about the Tour de France or something. Yep. Wear a helmet. <laughs> wear a helmet. Good advice. Now, um, as you mentioned earlier, Rick, last week we had a spokesperson from the Church of England mm. who was uh, offering um, a spot at some kind of Manchester church for Carl to do a sermon, educate the kids on the Bible and all things religious. Um, we've we've preempted that. We've actually we're first instalment in the first hour, and it was very slow. You've I mean, got a bit quicker. You've if got to you If this is a Brit, I mean, that was nearly longer than the real thing. Yeah, that, I mean, you you're turning people off. Yeah, religion. I mean, God only took six days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you, you were, you were pushing that. But this is what, and he made it. You were just talking about it. <laughs> but this is what vicars do, isn't it? They drag it out. This, this is their living. If they, they don't drag, drag it out. They what do you mean? When you go to church, <laughs> what do you mean if they do? When they rushed it, what? Well, they won't have a job, would they? <laughs> So you've got to, you've got to make sure you you know you do everything that needs to be. You told reckon they're that. milking it, do you? Well, just a little bit. I mean, you said that, not my words, but yeah, that's that's why I can't you know rush it. You've got to tell the story, haven't you? All right. Well, you need to get the Old Testament out of the way because we're not even on to the New Testament yet. No. We've only got an hour and well, ten. Well, I'll just do it right. Jesus hasn't even made an appearance, and he's like the star, isn't he? Yeah. He's, right. I mean, we're all waiting for him to make. An yeah. Appearance. He's, he's like Brad Pitt coming in. And I'll set. tell you, this at the moment it's a bit like the film King Kong I went to see. Three hours long. It's fi it's fifty minutes before Kong makes an appearance. Well, so exactly. Get let's yeah. get let's get to the main event. Let's Come on, Jake's on there. I can't now. Anyway, just where we left off, just in case you've just. Just say this is don't recap. I'm just saying that Jesus is the main event because it's the Church of England. There are other religions where he's probably not as high up. He's not as featured as. as uh, not, no, he'd, he'd, he'd be third on the fourth on the billing. No, right, all, go on. all I'm saying is we left it where Adam and Eve had kids. They were arguing a lot. The kids didn't listen to them. Well, mom they and weren't dad. arguing a lot. They did. They had a bit of an argument. The kids did, yeah, but Adam and Eve didn't argue, did they? They were they were loving it. They were having a great time. Well, no, not once. Once he had the apple. I'm an atheist, and I'm trying to help him out. Can we get on with it? Because we're just recapping what we already got bored over. Yes, come on. Get on with it! I'm just saying. Oh. So the kids didn't listen to the mum and dad because they, they had a criminal record and that for nicking the apple. The kids were <laughs> running riot, they're not bothered. 
So, let's pick up. <laughs> like to apologise there. I'm just gonna say, it really isn't worth complaining. He doesn't know what he- he'd get off. In a court yeah. of law, he'd get off. He's got- I don't know. Uh, he wouldn't be culpable right. for his own actions. Come on, that, even I'm getting bored of this now. Okay. Right, so, God, he got to a point where he's going- it's all going wrong, right? People are doing what they want. Adam and Eve aren't listening. All the rest of it- I've No, got no, no, he gave them free I've will. Got so the story something. goes- Please, Oh, this is making me So, Ill. anyway, right, so he said, how can I- how can I get rid of all the badness and that? So, he made it rain, right? It rained for ages, people got sick of the rain and that, right? <laughs> Cleaned it all out, right? <laughs> uh, before he did that, though, I forgot something that's quite important. He met up with this bloke, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> They met up over a coffee. Yeah, right. yeah. And he said to Noah, look- <laughs> Get uh, an umbrella. I like you and that. Here's a little job for you. All I'll uh, say is buy shares in galoshes. <laughs> yeah! We're no, I don't want to give anything away, but you get a boat. <laughs> yeah. And he get said, a big boat. He said, what I want you to do, right, make this boat up. He said, and when you've done that, go about, right, and get two <laughs> of everything. <laughs> right? So- Man and like, female. That's a big job, isn't it? Right? Man and female. Yeah. Would you know, because I was, do you know I always say I always put myself in the situation of the person's job and that? Yeah. I was thinking I can do, I can sort of sort out a man elephant, man woman and that. I wouldn't know how to do it with a spider. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know why he brought on spiders. I do not know why Noah brought on spiders. Because uh, he missed an opportunity there. Get rid of all things like that. Yeah. Get rid of the spider. And you know, I've, I'm get, get four, you know, flamingos or something. <laughs> yeah. or get, get, get eight chimps. Let's, let's use the space wisely. But, but the weird thing is, right, with the spiders as well, because he did get the spiders on, didn't he? It rained, right? It rained for ages, like, uh, what was it, weeks, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Raining that. So, uh, <laughs> and then he let out a, uh, a bird, I think it was a raven. No, right. it wasn't. Right, come on, let him finish. No, it wasn't a, a raven. This is, a, this is okay. a fact. He let a raven out, right, and he didn't come back. So already his system had broken, because he, oh, had, think, oh, he okay. only had one raven left then, right? <laughs> so he was like, oh. So, <laughs> he said, right, he left it a couple of days, he sent a dove out. Oh, that's it, that's what I know, you've been more than me, I say, yeah, so well, did is that what he did? He let yeah. a raven out first, first did he? yeah. Yeah. And then- Never the trust a raven, always give it to the dove. Dove can- Don't, don't send a raven to do a dove's oh, job. I reckon the raven found another ark, an unofficial ark, <laughs> that was just like a party oh, ark. Okay. No, no, come, come on! on. No, uh, come on! Right, so the dove came back, yeah. so he said, right, there must be dry land somewhere. Okay. Right? So anyway, he was like, let's just hang about Why does he think that? Uh, cause it found a twig or something. Exactly. Say what you- why could that be the top of a tree though? Why could it- how did he know that? Rick, know. if you're not gonna add to this, uh, we're never gonna get it done. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. Right. So there was mud everywhere, because the water went down, mud everywhere- Where did that. the water go? Shut up, why'd you stop? Where did it go? Just shut up, we haven't got time to go into It doesn't that. make sense. If the whole world was flooded, where did the water go? We have not go? got time for this. Where did the water go? This is mental. Did they refreeze the ice caps? What? Tell me, is it- uh, it's gotta be- it didn't say it was a kid's bible, wasn't it? It wasn't going in depth. It just said the water went away, right? Where? It floated off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> uh, ELO, we've had a, an email here, it says, Stop rambling and get on with it. How about some ELO? Well, there it is. And uh, he asked us to dedicate it to his wife, Fiona McCallum, and that's love from Penji or Pengi or Pengu or something. I mean, I realise that if we didn't ramble, we wouldn't have a show. This is it. This is what we do. When, when you've got Carl opposite you, there's nothing out- you ca it can't be done. Put on a CD if you don't want to hear the rambling. These yeah. people who email into a radio station go, Play some ELO! We'll put a CD on. You yeah. must have the greatest hits of ELO. If you want to hear it so much, why are you phoning up a radio well, station? Well, I think it's more the dedication. You know, he just wants to tell his yeah, wife. Yeah, but you know, you know, so do it on a better on a better show. What than this? Yeah, there's got to be any. Um, uh, in the second hour, we've got uh, more stuff to get. Uh, third hour, my goodness me, we've already got through the second hour. Uh, we've got more stuff to give away. We've got um, what else? We got we got monkey news. Oh, monkey news! That. That's what the nation's waiting for. But. Oh, um, yeah, 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 
plus, Carl, have we got more of your um, biblical uh, retelling? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> French food, you know. <laughs> On 88 to 91 FM, this is Radio 2 from the BBC. Californication by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now we've got um, some Red Hot Chili Peppers stuff to give away as well. We've got a Red Hot Chili Peppers platinum disc. Brilliant. Only platinum on this show. Yeah. None of your gold, Muck. <laughs> Absolutely. None we need some kind of quiz question because we want to make sure that only a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan gets this merchandise off. Okay, um, uh, what about something like, uh, famously they were, um, photographed with a sock over their what? <laughs> Anyone can get that. That's too easy, isn't yeah. it? Notice that I was all coy, I didn't want to say that- why didn't I just say- oh no, because I was asking the question. Yeah. Wouldn't I, yeah. What would people phone in, do you think? They'd have to say, oh, that's no, that's no good, it was there, we know what it was, it was over there. What would I say? On Radio 2? John Thomas? John Thomas, over there, they think that's probably a member of the band. Yeah. What do you say when you go to the doctor with your trouble- look, okay, I know what we're talking about, we're talking about a, a man's parts downstairs, that's what they popped well, us up Well, if I went on. to the doctor, I'd be honest, I'd just say, excuse me doctor, I've got a problem with my- with my penis. <laughs> That make you laugh saying that, even to a doctor, even though it's an official term. Wouldn't you be? Well, it's funny, isn't it, going to saying because you never use that term. No, it's you? because it's so it's formal, I suppose. It's like you're, you're trying to sort of like put on airs and graces because yeah. you're in the company of a doctor. What would you say? Well, if if I had a problem, yeah, I had to go to the doctor with you. I, I probably wouldn't go. What do you mean? I I I I show it to Suzanne and say, is that normal? <laughs> No, I haven't. I've n I mean, I'm 32. <laughs> Why right? should she know necessarily? No, just, just yeah. you know, they. they She's not of... a doctor, and there's nothing about you that's normal. So I can only imagine. No, but you know what? I'm. I have. You know, Suzanne, my girlfriend, wants me to go to that well man clinic. I've said, oh, no way. Oh, yeah, we unless I'm really ill. Well, you right? should. You should get everything checked out. I know. The but finger up the. I know. So, what's your, so what's the what's the quiz question? Um, what what's the what what's the funniest term for it? No. Um, what do women call it when they go? Because that's even worse, isn't it? I don't know. What does your mum call her? Uh, she's she never sort of brought it up. <laughs> what do you mean? What does she call it? <laughs> even when I was a kid, she didn't give it a name. It's just even now. What did she call it, yours then? When you, if you had mummy, I got a. She didn't. What you never discussed? Why? You had a pain. No, you, no, just just get on with it and that. What do you say for if you want to go to the toilet when you're little? I just say oh, I'm just nipping to the toilet. No, when you were three, you didn't say I'm. All oh, right, mum, I'm just nipping to the toilet. Get me fags ready when I come <laughs> out. I'm, do it. I'm dying for it. <laughs> what I, do you? I never, never gave it a name. What do you mean? You never said what? So how did you let your mum know I want to go to the toilet? I think well, I, I, we hadn't moved. We lived in the same house for ages, so I knew where the toilet was and stuff. And I just <laughs> Not myself. when you were two. Well, I, I, I honestly, well, I can't remember then if I did have a Spend name. Spend a penny. What do you say now? Uh, well, I, I don't. I don't have to announce it. I know where the toilet is. <laughs> I don't. So I don't the understand the question. question. I don't know. What's the quick question? Um, oh, this is difficult, isn't it? We haven't planned this show. We'll play a record. We'll Someone's accusing this show of being pre-recorded. Someone said, "Oh, is this pre-recorded?" If we pre-recorded it, we'd have edited out the bad bits. Wouldn't Why we? would we have had that conversation? It's like, oh, it's it's um ten past twelve. Uh, the, what, let's do headlines. This, I remember Carl trying to prove it was live last week, and he was saying things like. It's Christmas Eve. Well, weirdly, actually, there's a couple of mentions of you. I always like to check where, where you're mentioned in the papers, Rick. Right. Uh, the, the Daily Mirror mentions you in their surveillance section. I don't know if you know, this, this is where they, they kind of, you know, for instance, Kiefer Sutherland was spotted having a pint of Guinness in Dublin. Yeah. So that's interesting, apparently. And it says here, uh, Ricky Gervais and others were seen at John Stewart's show at Prince Edward Theatre. So uh, wasn't that like two and a half weeks ago, three weeks and ago? And I was on stage. That's why I was spotted. I was working. But that I went on stage with him. Spotted at Reading Comprehensive in 1973, Ricky Gervais. We've just but had the news. Also, uh, my favourite one is 
spotted. They have it in the heat and stuff. And uh, uh, my favourite was um, spotted on the set of his new movie, Johnny Depp. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty much going to be there. That doesn't count, surely. That is. That's the same as train spotting. Oh, I saw the uh, two thirty from Crew. Where was it? Crew. <laughs> yeah. What time was it? Two thirty. There's a surprise. Well, I was also looking through the Sun, and you can, again, if you want to prove that we're live, you can check this out in today's copy of the Sun. Flipping through, and um, there's a picture of you, Rick, and it says at the top, comics. They're as funny as cancer. I thought that's a bit harsh. Mm. And I mean, most people agree, but, and it turns out they don't mean that you're as, as hellish as that. It means that actually, um, you're apparently ca star sign cancer. Is that true? That's right. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, so is, uh, Jennifer Saunders and, uh, Peter Kay, Mira Sayal. And apparently that's the funniest of all the star signs. Well, I wouldn't disagree with that. No. I would disagree with it, it because, uh, whenever anyone says to me they're reading their stars and say, what star sign are you? I give them a wrong one. They read it. They go, that's just you. I go, I'm not that. <laughs> yeah. Because it's uh, what. I mean, can I say twaddle? <laughs> We've said penis, to hell with it. Twaddle. It's twaddle. Black Star by Radiohead on BBC Radio 2 with me, Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant, and Carl Pilkington. Alright. I forgot to, uh. To set the quiz question. I know, well, I forgot. I how got are you. How are you. Can you even call yourself a DJ? I don't. What? Well, well, no, clearly. I mean, they're probably. I'm a broadcaster. Mm. Uh, we've got this, we've got this, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers Platinum Disc to give away. Well, what, what about that one? What do you call your little- That's a, your quiz question. On Radio 2, on New Year's Eve, your question is what do you call your thing? If you're a man, what do you call your little dinkle? If you're a lady, what do you call your thingy front? That's unbelievable. Well, I don't know, do I? It's as arbitrary as anything. So, that people, and other funny names, nothing, nothing nasty, and we'll, we'll read them out. Remember, we won't read it out if it's nasty, but what's, what's the, you know, what, what did you, you know, you call your little- What's your Unbelievable. Name? What? I mean, uh, it's BBC Radio 2. So? And you that's see, the best you Have you seen with. the dregs they put on these shows? I mean, people who couldn't get a job anywhere else. What are you talking about? It's top calibre broadcasters on this station. Who? I can't name off the top of my head. No. <laughs> it's people who, who they don't want on Radio 1 anymore. <laughs> that's true, isn't it? All right, well, ACA 291, uh, 0500 288 291, or you can email gervais at bbc.co.uk. And, well, you, Reese, I'm not even mentioning the- I'm not selling my you, mouth- What do you call your thing. little- little ding-dong, your little willy-wanky-woo? <laughs> What do you, you call it? What do you call- <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, but there's some- we learned something. And we- well, yeah. And we- and we'll give away this- this platinum disc to, uh, whoever's got the- what, the most droll, the most amusing, the most charming? After What Do You Call Yours, another Bible reading. <laughs> One of my songs of the year, uh, it's Emily, uh, by Stephen Fretwell. I really enjoyed that one. Beautiful. Um, we are looking back at some of the big news stories of the year. Still to come, of course, I should just point out, we've got monkey news. Oh, that's the big one. We've got the final part, <laughs> it certainly is. We've got the final part of, um, Carl's sermon, and we haven't even got to Jesus Christ yet, so, you know, it's gonna be dynamite when that guy makes an appearance. Yeah. So we're all looking forward to that. He better, cause if he doesn't, you've missed uh, out on quite a big thing in the, in the Bible. Right, anyway, go on. Uh, plus, of course, you've just set this, uh, possibly the worst quiz question I've ever heard on any radio station ever. Do well, I was. Do you want to recap? What do you call your um, little, your little fellow, or your little madam? <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> exactly. And you can win the. Uh, <laughs> you can win the. Being rewarded for that. <laughs> yeah. Being rewarded with sharing with the nation what you call your little thingy. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers platinum disc to give away. Uh, Carl, what have been some of the big news stories that have hit you this year? Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't really watch the news, oh. do I? It gets me down a bit. Sure. Sometimes you know you're better off not knowing. I sometimes wonder about you know the way we've got satellites and stuff. And you know what's going on on the other side of the world. Should we know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sh is, it, is it- does it do us any good? Right. Knowing stuff? So, I mean, the, you've that mentioned- That is brilliant, coming from Carl. Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing quote, isn't it? I mean, it's not, we will fight them on the beaches, but, um, does it do you any good knowing stuff? <laughs> it's pretty much what sums you up. I thought your New Year's resolution was to learn one thing a no, day. all I'm saying is, normally, when you see people who are brainy, 
They mm. never look like they, they're that happy. Like who? Einstein, Hawking. They're, they all look well, a bit like fed up and that. They've well, got well let's leave Hawking aside w with the way he looks, please. Look you, at you're Einstein. such an idiot, Carl. You're at, such an idiot. Look at Einstein then. Well, yeah, let's d yeah. Then look at me. I'm happy. Right? You have no reason to be, though. Anyway, And look. Einstein was happy. He was gallivanting around, he was having a laugh, he was going to parties, he was hanging out with Marilyn Monroe. He was loving it, he was inventing nuclear weapons, he was having a whale of a it was time. time. Anyway, all I'm saying He was, you know, he, hanging out with, um, what's his name, McFly. Right. It was brilliant. So, normally I just pick up on the stories that sort of make me go, oh, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Right. Uh, two that stuck out for me in 2005. Um, blind people. Not always using dogs now. They've got horses. Well, that's ridiculous. That's not about? true. What are you talking about? It is true. What do you mean? They're trying it out. Um, people, you know, they've got guide dogs and that. Yes. Uh, they sort of saying, why stop there? They give. Well, do you know why? You because can't get a horse dog, in the library. Exactly. What? Because dogs can go into Tesco's with you and go round to visit your auntie and sit at your feet. What do you do with a horse? No, well, it just cuts out the middleman. That, that if the horse knows where it's going. Person gets on the back, off it goes. Oh, don't talk rubbish. Where True did you story. read this? Where did you read this? I've yeah, got, I've got it printed off. I can show it to oh, you. Oh, so it's the internet. Of course, it was the internet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when will you learn? But why is that such a mad idea? Because you haven't got the whole idea. I bet it is something. I bet there's a grain of truth to it, right? But there's no way that they're going to be used like guide dogs. I mean, just think. I'll look at the news story during the next song, and we'll we'll, we'll get what to the else? Of what it. else? Well, there must be another news story that's got that. Yeah, there's another one. Go on. Uh, chickens and that. Go on. Um, a fella had a problem with a chicken, wasn't laying enough eggs and that. He got an axe, put it next to its little house that he was living in, panicked it a bit, laid loads of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, is that a major news story? No, it's, it's not major, but it's interesting, isn't it? What? what? Frightening just... a chicken into laying an egg? Yeah. And they're, so they're sort of the two things that- That's the only two news stories that's in the amazing. year that caught your attention. I mean, that's about plus monkey news, obviously, every week, you- Oh. You keep up to date with monkey news. But what do you think about when, when you hear about that chicken? What, what- I don't think anything of it because it came from you, so you probably got something wrong. Or it was a little fluff piece in a tabloid that just someone, they, they had a slow news day that day, they're, they're, you know, there was- Rick, am I right in saying that Carl himself made the news this year? Because wasn't it right that, um, a friend of your girlfriend's had read about him, apparently you were slagging oh, off yeah. Cornwall somewhere? Yeah, my, uh, my uh, girlfriend's used to live in Cornwall, and you were the front, uh, sort of story on, um, something like the Western something or other edition, slagging off Cornwall. What are you on about? What have you no, been up to? What have you said? What have you said about Cornwall? I haven't said anything. I like Cornwall. Yeah, but well, you must have said something or they wouldn't have a- they mentioned Carl Pilkington. You've been slagging off, apparently. I love Cornwall. I love going there. Um, what have you have you ever said anything about it negatively? What was that thing? Oh, didn't you slag someone off in uh, Mevagissi? You went into a pub in Mevagissi. Yeah, and he was airy. That was that. That's that one fella. There was a, a <laughs> sort of. I, I went in there and they're really friendly and everything in Cornwall. Yeah, if you're listening. Don't there. creep. No, but I like it. I, if I yeah. wanted to retire on that early, that's where I'd go and live. I wouldn't now. But I went there right in this little place called Me Mevagissi, and went into a pub. And the woman behind the bar was all friendly and going, uh, it was at around Christmas time and she said, oh, what we normally do is like have uh, fancy dress and stuff. She said, yeah, I'll show you some pictures, right? And she was going through and there was a picture of someone there and I said, God, what, you know, what's he come as? Look at him, he's well airy. And she said, oh, he, he just works behind the bar, he wasn't dressed as anything. And he came out round the corner, airy fella. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's no way that made the paper. <laughs> have you said anything else negative about it? When was no, the last time you were in Cornwall? It was... 
we, we, we took someone for a wedding present, we took someone on holiday there, yeah. for a week. Um, there was a fella on the beach who, um, he worked in one of them huts, you know, how they sell deck chairs and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a pretty nice job, especially in the summer, innit? The sun's out, you sat there, all you've got to do is talk to people, say, what do you want, two deck chairs, there you go, no problem, see you later. But this fella, right, I kept, uh, I, I went in there, I uh, got the chairs, took them back, he was being really moody, he said, uh, uh so you got a lot of sand on him. <laughs> I said, well, there's loads of it out there. He's <laughs> <laughs> not a surprise that he's stuck on, and, and he had a bit of a moan at me. And I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned that sort of. Well, maybe you recognised you. But but uh, that isn't a diss. That's that's one person, isn't it? If you're yeah. from Cornwall and you've got any reason to but dislike Carl, there's not Carl. many people live in Cornwall. It's a very small community. I mean, no wonder they don't want to be part of us with people like you slagging them off. I love Cornwall. Got so do I. I think it's, Cornwall's beautiful. Mm. You're an idiot. Mm -hmm. Don't 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 anyone in Cornwall do not judge the rest of the nation by Carl Pilkington, it's not fair. I sometimes wonder if- imagine if he's the one that archaeologists dig up in a million years time. Yeah. And find some of his notes, and they- they, <laughs> yeah. they measure the head, and everything, and then some of the ramblings that he did, do you know Or what if mean? an alien comes down, it would just be him that they'd bump into. That would be uh, just our luck, wouldn't I it? I tell you what though, talking of like, education and that, Go I know on. I'm not- I know I'm sort of not the bright- brightest bloke knocking about on that, right? But I treat myself the other day to a new, um, mobile, right? right? And, uh, you know, going through it, getting used to it, getting used to how to send text and all that. And do you know the predictive text? Yeah. So if you send a text, you yeah. type it in, yeah. and that sort of guesses what you're gonna write yeah. out, yeah. Yeah. right? And it's new, so it doesn't really know me yet, <laughs> right? And I was sending a text to someone to say something like, I ain't got a clue or something, right? Row ain't, right, A-I-N-T, looked up to, at the screen to make sure that he'd written it right, that had written up biotechnology. <laughs> what? What? That, that had predicted that I was going to use the word biotechnology. <laughs> I am never going to use that word. <laughs> ever. <laughs> what? Well, I ain't got a clue. No, ain't. A I N T. Yeah. I wrote that just A I N T on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Locked that, up. I love the fact that you've got a cleverer phone than you. Lovers. People have been wondering whether the show is live or if it's pre-recorded. Well, if it weren't live, then how could Grace uh, email in telling us how much she hates the show? Brilliant. She, she says, uh, she, well, she says, dear Ricky, I think you are a prat. She's got my attention already. She opens with that, comes <laughs> in straight away. That's her opening gambit. But she, doesn't, she doesn't just leave it there, she qualifies it. She says, all you do is slag people off on your show and think it's funny. I, dis I disagree. I don't, we've slagged off Carl. Yeah. But he's pretty much the only one. But Carl, all I've said is you are- you are stupid, and I mean, by your own admission, you must know you're stupid, don't you? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, I'll get by on that, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's a fair comment, isn't it? And the other people we slagged yeah. off are people who'd like to see foxes ripped to pieces, so which I stand by. Yeah. Okay, what else? Uh, I'm sick of listening to you be rude about the world and certain people. Rude about the world? Are we being rude about the world? Well, anyway, I have to turn off the radio. I'm surprised anyone listens to you. Please try growing up. Oh, she missed her dedication. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. What, uh, what annoys me with Grace is that, um... Nothing annoys me about Grace. Careful, what are you doing? Well, all I say- no, all I say is I think she's- no, I'm saying she's- And? I'm saying, Rick, she should have criticised us for the obvious problems. We're incompetent. We're not very We're good not at all. We're entertaining. We yeah. drone on too much. Yeah, but th we We're don't slag off the world. We, we love the world. the world. We love the world and Carl. In fact, I've th the thing is about uh, the world and Carl is that he's the same shape as the world, and that's why I like him because it, that's all you need there. A little round. I can't help but think the uh, pot calling the kettle black there, Rick. 
What? <laughs> my body's round. My head is sort of fat and square. <laughs> so how dare you? Uh, just quickly before we uh, move on to the final bit of uh, the sermon, we um, just thinking back to some of the other highlights of the year. One of mine, Rick, I'm sure one of yours, Live Eight. Live Eight was great. Fun. Not only was it a great day, but obviously uh, you know, it raised its, it, it made its message uh, very much uh, clear and open to the world. Thought Did you enjoy uh, Live Eight, Carl? Uh, yeah, it was all right. It's you know quite a good good thing. I mean, mm. uh, as it as it sorted the problems out, or well, it's more about raising awareness, isn't it, and bringing that to the world's attention. I'm aware of it, so yeah, it's <laughs> sort of done the job on that. <laughs> yeah. I, I read something about um, unbelievable. Do you know? Um, but you know, because Live Eight was all about money and stuff on it, giving money. And no, it wasn't really. Well, it was about awareness, but it was about um, the 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 G Eight. Dropping um, the debt, cancelling the debt to the I think the twentieth poorest nations or something, which I think yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, then, then I was reading up on that, and there was something about, you know, Bill Gates? Yeah. Who did, uh, the computer stuff, didn't he? Yeah. I think yeah, he's the um, we wealthiest, yeah. wealthiest man in the world or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. The first, I think the first hundred billionaire. Wow. Was he? That is a lot of money. Because they, they worked out, um, uh, they put to him that, um, with his labour, what, what his labour's worth, he would have to drop over six thousand dollars to be bothered to pick it up. Wow. And they asked him, and he said, well, of course I'd pick it up, you know, because yeah. it doesn't work like that. But yes, he's he's that rich. Well, he could just pay someone to do it as well, can he? Okay, get on with it, Carl. You do, again, you've missed the point. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you, no, again, you've missed the point. But, but all I'm saying- Sorry, right? Gracie, in wherever you are, Carl's an idiot and I stand by it. Uh, Bill Gates- And don't rip foxes to pieces. He's got that much money, right? He's saying that he could give everyone in the world, right, six quid, mm -hmm. everybody, right? Am I- just what I was thinking and what I were to say to you to see, see what you think, right? Do you think it's fair that everybody gets six quid? Right, why? What's your point? What do you mean? You should mean the poor should get more? Well, well no, not really. What I mean is, say like if you live in Africa, right? Yeah. You can get a lot more for, say, a quid there than you can in London. <laughs> so what I'm saying is rather than six quid each, Yeah. Maybe give people in London a tenner each in Africa or whatever. Give them out. Three quid, three fifty. So you're saying, give the poorest people less, so they can get as much for their money in their Argos. Yeah, basically. You're, you're saying, if you were to redistribute wealth, you'd give the poor people slightly less than the rich people because they've got a higher standard of living. <laughs> Gracie, once again, can I come back to you on this? Do you know now why I call her idiot? Oh, you know what I like about Gracie? She told the truth and she put her name. It's Grace, yeah. actually. She put her name down. Some people, I mean, just say you're a prat and they believe they each other. They just shout at you across the street. Yeah, oh, you fat yeah, man. You're yeah, not funny. Yeah. But, you know, I, was, I mean, I rest my case. Carl, you're an idiot. Alright. Robert Post and a song called Got None, one of my favourites of the year. Uh, it's almost the end of this. Uh, Radio 2, Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant, Carl Pilkington. It's been a pleasure doing these two specials. Uh, if we're invited again, um, keep your emails coming. Not Grace. <laughs> keep your emails to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Now, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Please send them in and, uh, um, it, it, it's, uh, we learned something, haven't we, Carl? Um... No, he hasn't. Well, okay, good. Uh, it was a long shot. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know what I mean? Chances were slim. Yeah, I know. But we've been doing a sermon because, um, uh, one, uh, uh, we've got a lot of vicars listening for some reason. Um, and think of that. We're, you know, we're hardly their pin-up, are we? Yeah. You know what I mean? The vicar's going, oh, I must listen to that show. It, it's so cool. Um, and there was a thing in the, uh, um, I think the Mirror this week about, um, vicars are now, um, podcasting. Um, they're, uh, doing their sermon. Uh, as a podcast and download for busy people who can't get to church all the time, and they had the chart of the pod. What's the number one podcast in the world? Well, I think it's uh, Ricky Gervais podcast. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is <laughs> number one in the world. Yes, it is. Um, but 
Um, so that's why we're doing this. We do. In fact, we should. Um, you should do a full version of this and oh. put it on. Uh, yeah, let's do it no, for that. people who can't. Because this is this is valuable um, time, and Grace doesn't want to hear it. So just do the final. Uh, uh, um, I suppose. Uh, what would you call this? Um, summing up of the Bible. Then we do a, a longer one. Well, no, it's not. It's not sort of summed up. Because, uh, to be honest, after the Noah bit and stuff, I was a bit like, oh, this Oh, just it. do it. Just, just do it. Okay, this so is, this is the final, on. this is the final episode of the Bible. Well, the greatest the, story ever told. No, no, but it's not the final chapter. This is just another bit in it that I thought you I can relate to. You didn't get to the You end. didn't, you couldn't even read a children's Bible. They had to go to Waterstones and ask two people for it, and they put it in yeah, a brown paper it was, bag. It was 200 and odd pages and that. Oh. So, the one that I picked up on, right, that I could relate to. Okay. Do you know, um, Samson Delilah? Yeah, of course. Do you know what happened in that? Yes. Right, well, just in case you haven't heard the story of Samson Delilah, what it is, um, to some, I think God had a word with, uh, <laughs> some bloke, I can't remember his name, I think it's Manoa or something his name was. Right. He said, listen, I'm still having problems, uh, Adam and Eve let me down. Um, he didn't say that, by the way. Anyone listening, at no point has God ever said, Adam and Eve let me down. No, anyway. but, and then he had a word we know where he, he did the, the boat thing, so he said, I can't ask for two favours, right? Sure. So he, he asked this other bloke, <laughs> Manoa. He was he happy said, with Noah, though, was he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he let him go on, though. It's like jury service. Once you've done it, you're left alone for a bit, aren't you? <laughs> so anyway, did he, right, so he didn't bother getting the fish on the boat, did he? I, I, I don't know. They were happy, weren't they? Surely. But anyway, yeah. Although, was it salt water everywhere? Why didn't the, why didn't the freshwater fish die out? Rick, I'm just gonna stop you there because we've still got to get monkey news in before one, uh, one o'clock. So, so he, he had a okay. word with this, this fella and he said, uh, he said, look, what I'm gonna do, you're gonna have a kid soon, it's gonna be a little boy, right, and when he grows up he's gonna sort out any problems. So it was like a, a long-term plan that sure. he had sorted, <laughs> right? So anyway, they have the kid, right, they're happy, they've got a little baby boy, they go, right, what we'll do to show our respect to God, we'll never cut his hair. Because right, right. he'll like that, right? We're still so, in the Old Testament, aren't we? I don't think Jesus is going to make appearance. Oh. So Sa they called him Samson, yep. right? And uh, he grew up, right? Never cut his hair. Yep. Um, his hair made him strong, right? He was going about. He was helping people out. He was stopping wars and that because he was so strong. His hair made him strong and that. Apparently. Yeah. Anyway, nobody knew that. Nobody knew it was his hair that did the job. So uh, this is right so far, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. So anyway, what happened is women are loving him all of a sudden. He's got nice long hair and that. He looks the part. <laughs> he's stopping problems. Women are going. He's a good fellow, isn't he? This Samson bloke, like Stringfellow. Anyway, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, it, that's his, the power of pulling. Is <laughs> in Stringfellow's hair. <laughs> yeah. That's why he never cuts it. Exactly. Whatever, whatever the decade. <laughs> yeah. Peter Stringfellow <laughs> never cuts his hair because that's where the power lies. <laughs> anyway, he didn't realise he had this power until one day he got up, right, did his hair and that, went out. Uh, a lion jumped out. Oh. He, 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 he killed it with yeah. his hands, with his bare hands. Why? Right? So again, Noah was a bit annoyed because that's one of the ones that he, that he <laughs> saved. saved. <laughs> but anyway, right? So he goes, I can't believe this power I've got, right? <coughs> I'm gonna like sort out the world. Didn't problems. the lion have long hair though as well? Oh. Well, no, we'll just. Just what? No, but uh, you're always picking on the. the uh, to be honest, though, that's that's as far as I got. Anyway. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. So if you if you were t if you were interested by those, you can buy the Bible in all good bookshops and read the rest. Is that what you're saying? Or any yeah. religious book? Yes, we, we don't remember we the don't Torah, the Quran. I'm an atheist. Somewhere only we know. By Keen on uh, BBC Radio 2. Right, it's that time again. It's what the nation's been waiting for. Yeah. Oh, chimpanzee that! Monkey news! Right, this is something that I do know about, alright? <laughs> if, if monkeys have been up to anything <laughs> in the world, this is, this is what I'm on. Do you know what I mean? This <laughs> yeah, is what you're on top, I'm of, on top this. of this. 
this one, it's, uh, pretty recent. Um, Monkey was knocking about New York. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he got, he got locked up for, like, uh, nicking stuff and all the rest of it, right? Anyway, that's the point. I don't know, I don't know where, I'd point this, point this. Well, hang on, Steve, Steve, I, Steve, does that But you know like what I mean, if that's the opening gambit, uh, uh, if I don't come in there, when do I come in? Right, you know, I mean, if I don't pick him up on that, when do I come in? Steve, I can show you the original. Nicking yeah. stuff. Anyway, so, so, he worked on a plan to escape. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shut up! Right, and he'd, he'd worked it all out, he, he saw the, like, the, 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 bloke with the keys and that. How do we right. know this? How do we know there? this? This isn't even the main bit of the story, I wouldn't even worry about it. Because you've- you, 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 no, because he's embellished and he's- it, it, it's- So oh, anyway- I've said this before, I'm gonna say it now, you do not interrupt the news, it's the news. So anyway, right, so the monkey gets out, he's, uh, he's roaming about free, word gets out that he's escaped and that, right? The copper, I think his name's PC Wilcox of NYPD, <laughs> right? Police Constable Wilcox of, uh, the New York Police. Police Constable Wilcox. Leave oh, it. Leave yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We've, We've only got a few minutes left, please. Dixon of Queens. So, he got a call to, uh, to sort of assist, uh, you know, this, this monkey roll. PC out. Wilcox of the L, uh, New York please, PD. Ricky! Because they were having problems catching it. Right? So he was so, so he was out on his motorbike looking what's going on. Anyway, mm. cut a long story short, he manages to catch up with the, with the monkey. Right. Why, didn't the monkey have a car? He got it, he got it in like a little alleyway. Why didn't alleyway. the monkey steal a car, Carl? Anyway, so he had him, yeah. he, he gave him the rights and everything, you know, everything he used to say and all that business. Yep. He said- well, that, Oh, whoa, 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 Steve. Whoa. Monkeys don't talk. So Carl, Steve. Carl, monkey, he didn't need to say anything you say, maybe take it down. So anyway, Carl, look Steve, at me right. as well. No, Carl, I'm just, look- I'm just telling Steve because he's listening. But, Carl, think of what, what you're saying. stuff down. So oh. anyway, cop, you know, the monkey's like, fair cop, right? He's on the back of the motorbike being taken back to the station. Yeah. Anyway, Wilcox gets a call on, PC on, Wilcox, on yeah. the uh, on the radio sure. saying, you know, uh, listen, there's been another problem. Oh no. Right? Will you uh, There was a diversion, there was a gang. There was a there was a gang, right? Oh. So he said, Can you go and sort it out? And he's like, Well I've I've got a monkey on my back. He said, Well, take it with you. Was he right? on drugs? So anyway what, Isn't that what junkies say? <laughs> so he goes down to the scene where it's all kicking off. Monkey's just sat on the motorbike thinking I'm not gonna try and get away, it'll just make the matter worse, right? He's sat there. <laughs> The gang- Hold on, was he wearing a crash helmet? The gang, uh, sort of, you know, he saw all that going off. Copper goes up- Sorry, was this a gang of humans? So, so anyway, so the, it's kicking off, right? There's a gang, and they're all having a fight and what have you. Uh, anyway, it gets out of hand because Wilcox, even though he, he sort of helps out the person who was being beaten up, the, he walks off, the gang starts picking on the copper. Oh no. So, the monkey thinks, best help out here. Oh! He goes up, oh, right? No. Anyway, cut a long story short. Yeah. He, they let the monkey off. He got keys to the city. Steve, uh, how did, did you he help out the policeman? Have a look at that. Have a look. There's the, there's the facts. There's We're the not. Facts. It's not facts. It never happened. That's the fact. I mean, everything about it's wrong. Everything about it is nonsense. Steve. Well, there's all I say is there's a picture here of a monkey brandishing a gun. If that's not truth, if that's not fact, have a look. Then there it is, right there. What is it? So we have some real news. Well. What, is I'm, that? I just, I'm dumbfounded by that monkey news. But it's all there, Steve. Okay, well, I'll, 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 I'm gonna give it a full assessment. Let's see if, there's the news coming up. See if there's any stories like that in this. Right, on 88 to 91 FM, this is Radio 2 from the BBC. Thanks for listening. <laughs>